Hey everyone, my name is Carly Ann, and I'm a health and wellness enthusiast who dropped out of grad school to travel the world and discover my real passion and desire for helping others. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. I'm on an ever-evolving journey that is often messy, unsure, and a bit crazy at times, but I am choosing crazy over easy. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. And welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. Before jumping into today's episode, I wanted to quickly take a moment to say thank you. From the bottom of my heart, I feel like over the course of the last few weeks, this community has just grown to a different level. I don't know if it's because we've done a couple Q&As now with Casey that just, you know, kind of lets you guys into my life a little bit more. I don't know if it's because I kind of feel like my Instagram stories have genuinely become more of just everyday stuff. I know a lot of mom life, but I'm really trying to just take away all the filters, no pun intended with like actual filters, but just any filter of life, of the good, of the hard, of the bad, whatever it is. And maybe that has allowed you guys to feel more connected. But in the last few weeks, the amount of messages and emails pouring in and just I don't know. It just feels like a different level of community. So I want to say thank you. I know that I have said thank you in the past for just being a part of this journey and a part of this community, but I want to make sure I take a moment to just reiterate that because I couldn't do what I do without all of you. I hope you do know that. And this podcast, like you guys know, it's my passion project. So the fact that I'm able to take the time to have this platform open up to you guys about topics that I maybe chat about on other platforms, um, this is where I get to go in depth. So wanted to say thank you. And then a, another little thing before jumping into the episode, today is my 50th episode, which means we are coming up on a year in the next two weeks, which is just, gosh, just so crazy. Um, I kind of thought a year ago, I was like, how the heck am I going to put out an episode every single week? You know, what am I going to talk about? But one thing I do love is that I kind of just hop on and press play and, or not play, record, and you guys press play. And I get to just kind of chat with you where I'm at in life. Um, full disclosure, I don't really plan things out in advance. I like to kind of use this as my voice, voicing journal, if you will. So whatever's on my heart that week, whatever is going on in my life, I feel like I can hone in on it and talk about it. And again, I think that just allows us to stay on the journey together as opposed to me talking to you from a point of hindsight. So without further ado, today I really wanted to kind of chat about um, like our our body failing us, if that makes sense. And I don't want this to be a negative. I want this to be something that we can maybe relate on and that um, maybe some of you have felt this way as well. Um, so if you do follow me on other platforms, you know that this past week, uh, September 28th, is exactly one year since we found out we were pregnant with our first little bundle. So on September 28th, 2019... I woke up in the morning, it was like 4 a.m., 5 a.m., took a pregnancy test, and I was pregnant with our first little one, 
Uh, if you are new here, we ended up miscarrying uh, in November at 11 and a half weeks. And so I think a lot of feels came up this week in regards to that. I did talk about it on Instagram. I opened up about it. And so many of you reached out, whether we've chatted before about your loss or your struggles to get pregnant if you're trying to conceive, or maybe you're holding your rainbow baby also. But it just kind of opened up that door to either start a conversation together or continue a conversation. And it just, you know, it, it opened up this... I don't want to say this word of failure, but so many of us sometimes, especially if we're still trying to conceive or especially if we're waiting for that first positive pregnancy test, we almost view each negative pregnancy test as a failure, right? So I know for me, when we did miscarry, I didn't know if I was supposed to see it as a failure. I didn't know if I had failed myself, had my body failed me. I had all these kind of emotions and thoughts going through my head. Well, now I'm postpartum. I'm six weeks postpartum, actually, as I'm recording this, exactly six weeks postpartum. And I am now on this other end where I am attempting to breastfeed. And again, if you follow me on Instagram, you do know that this is something I've been chatting about. And it got brought up because I've been sharing where little tips and tricks that we're doing with Caden just to kind of help out with his fussiness and his, his... just overall fussiness. He's been amazing. We've gotten so much better. So I've been sharing about that, but I've also been, I haven't actually talked about the breastfeeding aspect of it in the last few weeks because everybody has their opinions and I'm not going to lie. I love Instagram, but I also hate it. I also don't like how it's surface level, if that makes sense. I can only share a quick glimpse, whether it's 15 seconds, whether it's a quick minute. And that's why I think I'm falling more in love with my podcast and my newsletter and my Facebook group because I can chat longer, right? I can chat with you guys here. I can be me and you can hear the dogs in the background. You can hear sound machines, whatever it may be. I kind of get this feeling or this sense that you're here in my home with me and I can just chat to you like you're my friend. And Instagram, as much as I would love for it to be that way, unfortunately, it's not. Unfortunately, you know, posts hit the algorithm or reels hit the algorithm and then people find your page who aren't following you, which obviously is the quote unquote goal, but not when they want to put in their two cents and it's not very kind. So if I could put in a little, a little, um, what's the word? I don't know if you guys could help me out, I guess. If you do ever love any of my posts or just like my profile, if you could share it with a friend, that would be so wonderful because I clearly love you guys. You clearly feel connected to me, especially if you're over here on this platform. And so if you guys could share my profile or my podcasts or whatever with a friend, then I know it's a genuine kind person coming to my page. I don't do very well with criticism. I don't do very well with, uh, People just being rude. I think we can all say be kind, right? But that's in a perfect world. So let's just create our little bubble here. And I promise to be kind to you guys. You are always so wonderful and kind to me. So that's my little detour, my sidetrack. You guys know my my brain's always all over the place. So back to chatting with you guys because I feel comfortable opening up about this. But I am full struggles with breastfeeding. I'm currently breastfeeding, I'm pumping, and I'm bottle feeding. So it is a full-time job, but I want to do it partly for myself and partly for Caden. And I don't know if it's for the um, judgment, if that makes sense. People there's so much pressure on women to breastfeed and it's obviously wonderful for our child, but I do want to say, I think fed is best. If I am struggling and I can't get anything out of me, I need to feed my little one. And maybe I feel that way because he was in the NICU for a few days. So 
I obviously couldn't feed him when he was in there. And so they were giving him formula. So maybe my, my mindset and my my view on it is skewed, but here I am, a woman, 31 years old, you know, if you guys don't know my full story, you know, diagnosed with endometriosis at 19, told it might be hard to conceive one day, conceive with Casey first try, and then end up miscarrying, and then we have our beautiful rainbow miracle baby, and now I'm struggling with breastfeeding. So all these things, in my opinion, or I guess in science, right? All these things that women's bodies are supposed to do, air quotes, quote unquote, supposed to do, things that our body is meant to do, okay? Like these are things that history and like as a woman, we bear children and we feed them, right? So when our body doesn't allow us to do these things, I it's hard not to think that all of a sudden our body is failing us, right? Or we are a failure. I think so many of us are so hard on ourselves because we look at it as my body is failing me or I am a failure. I personally, since going through this and at the age of 19, already having that mindset that my body might fail me one day because endometriosis can cause infertility, it was always just this, you know, what if? Like, what if I'm not able to do this one thing that a female's body is quote-unquote supposed to do and when I brought up the miscarriage this past week just the amount of women that thanked me for one for being open about it but for two just feeling comfortable enough to share your guys's stories right or their stories with me and to have women talking about months and years of trying to conceive some of which they already have a little one and now they're trying again they don't know why all of a sudden their body's not quote unquote working for them. And I'm using quotes because these are the words that we use for ourselves. Like, okay, we're supposed to be able to do this. Why isn't our body working for us? All these things that we put so much pressure on ourselves. And this is, I mean, teach their own, but the one night that I produced the most milk was the night that I enjoyed myself and I had three glasses of wine and I ended up pumping like six hours later because once once you no longer have alcohol in your system, you can you don't have to pump and dump. So if it's not in your blood bloodstream, then you're totally fine. So, anyways, pumped that night, crushed it. Literally, for I pumped five ounces. I have not ever pumped five ounces. But you guys, this again is not science. This is totally me just stating this. I think I relaxed. I think I took the pressure off of myself and my body was like, oh, okay, let's do this. Again, maybe there's some science behind drinking. I have no idea. I am not uh, putting a statement behind that statement or whatever the word is. I'm not condoning that. But I also know with trying to conceive, when we did miscarry, we don't have an answer. We don't know why. But the one thing that my doctor did say, again, she actually was my doctor since the age of 19. She diagnosed me with endometriosis. She actually delivered my sister uh, 24 years ago. So she knows our family. So she felt comfortable opening up to me on another level. And she told me, she said, Carly, you need to lessen or decrease the stress in your life. She's like, you have way too much stress in your life. You put way too much stress on yourself. We need to figure this out. For me, it was reducing exercise because I, if you guys follow me on Instagram, I didn't always look at movement as enjoyment and as this, um, this, like this thing that we are capable of doing or have the privilege of doing. For me, it was kind of a punishment. So not being happy with my body, always wanting to be a smaller version of myself. So as much as movement oftentimes is a stress release for a lot of people or a stress reliever, for me, that's what I thought it was, but it also was a form of punishment. And so I was just increasing cortisol mentally and physically at the same time. So anyways, 
to hear that from a doctor, to hear her tell me, you know, we need to decrease the stress in your life. If you want to enjoy your pregnancy, if we want to make this easier for your body to maintain a healthy pregnancy, that's what we need to do. That's what I want you to work on. So again, my story, my, that's what I had to do. Um, again, I just hope you guys always know things that I share with you obviously is from my, my journey, my story. So it's not one way or the highway at all. Believe me, we're, we're all going to have different journeys, but I think that for so many of us, I think we can all admit that we place a lot of stress on ourselves, especially being women, whether, whether you're trying to conceive or not, whether you're waiting for your rainbow baby, whether you're postpartum and you're working on breastfeeding, whether you're a mom at all, what about just your health and fitness journey? How much stress do you put on yourself, right? How many times have you said, well, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. Why is this not happening? What types of pressures are you putting on yourself? What types of expectations are you placing upon yourself? Again, what are we supposed to be seeing? Are we supposed to be seeing that scale go down? Are we supposed to be seeing those clothes fitting better? It's all these things that we then assume oh, our body's failing us or we are failing us. We're, we're failing that journey. And I think for me, it's transcended its transition throughout my life. For the longest time, it was, you know, essentially not starving myself, but definitely watching every amount of food going into my mouth, doing as much cardio as possible, and then feeling like I was, that my body was failing me because it wasn't small enough. Feeling like my, my, um, my, what's the word? You guys, this mom brain, it's pregnancy brain and, and mom brain all in one. But it's, you know, Basically, everything that you're putting out, all these things that you're putting out and you're working on and you're trying and you're pushing forward, how come they're not all adding up to, you know, see those results? Again, it's going to bother me. I can't think of that word, but you get it. We take these actions. We do these things in our health and fitness journey and assume that we're going to get smaller. I'm not saying that's all of our goals. That's me. That's what I always used to think, okay, if I do X, Y, and Z, I'm going to see a smaller version of myself. And then if I wasn't that smallest version that I wanted to be, I thought I was a failure. I thought that I was not able to be that attractive human being for that person I was dating at the time, whatever it may be. So then it transitioned into trying to conceive and now it's transitioned into breastfeeding. And I just wanted to take a take a second, I guess, to talk about that because right now I think a huge part of me not talking about it on social media or on Instagram, is this social media, is podcasting social media? I don't know. Anyways, not opening opening up about it on Instagram, I think because I don't want to hear the, have you tried this? And you guys, you know, I, I've appreciated every ounce of feedback that people have sent me. I've actually tried almost everything people have in, in sent me. And thankfully I have such an, an pretty supportive community on Instagram. So nobody has come at me with like, you know, anything negative about breastfeeding. But again, I've only chatted about it a couple times. But I don't know what it's going to be like to open up and maybe say, okay, I'm no longer trying or I don't know. So I think, again, you guys know I like to chat about things in the process of the journey, not in hindsight. And this is where I'm at right now. And I think a fear of me to open up about it is because then I might admit to myself I failed. This thing that I'm supposed to be able to do, I'm supposed to be able to feed my child. My body's supposed to be able to produce milk. I've been to a lactation consultant. I have all the proper parts that are supposed to be producing milk, but I'm not. And so, I mean, I am a little bit, but not enough to feed my son. And that's where it's just like, I was at, I think the thing that triggered this 
and this is also something I haven't chatted about on Instagram, but um, recently I just took uh, Kate into a chiropractor, and it was a, it's a pediatric pediatric chiropractor, and a lot of you guys recommended it, and she was Caden was super super fussy in the appointment, like super fussy. He hadn't been he hadn't fed yet and whatnot. Anyways, the chiropractor, bless her heart, so sweet. She said, she's like, oh my gosh, we're almost done. No worries. And you can go ahead and nurse him over in the corner if you would like. And I I mean I just I didn't break down, but it was one of those moments where I was like, oh but I can't. Like I can't nurse my son. I it's I just pumped. I didn't have anything to give him. I had nothing to calm my son down. I couldn't give him what he needed. And essentially they tell us we're all they need, right? We have their food. We have their the warmth that they're used to. They were in our belly. And it just stopped me in my tracks. And I was like, oh, but wait, I can't. Like I can't nurse my son. I can't give him what he is crying for right now. Thankfully, we live 10 minutes away from the chiropractor so I knew I had a bottle ready for him at home but I think that was the first moment in my postpartum journey on my breastfeeding journey that it really hit home that this thing that I'm supposed to be able to do right now I'm unable to do and so when I brought back up the miscarriage just last week and just that you know getting that positive pregnancy test with the first with the first baby so many of you shared your stories. And I just wanted to take a second to record this to talk about how I think a lot of us feel like our body is failing us, especially being women. Because I think that we have, thankfully, we are in a, um, you know, we have much bigger roles these days than just bearing children and feeding children, thankfully, because we're freaking awesome, okay, you guys? Not only do we do that, not only are we supposed to be able to do that, We do that. We bear these children. We feed these children, whether it's a bottle or a boob, and we work and we freaking crush things, okay? So I want us all to know that we are so incredible, and I think now being a mom, I realized even more how incredible we all need to see ourselves, mom or not. I just wish I would have had that view prior to being a mom. So that is my hindsight advice for today. Whether or not you are a mama, you are effing incredible. I'm not going to swear, but you are effing incredible because we just are. So I want to share this with you guys. I want to chat about it because whether or not you're on that mama journey, whether or not you're trying to conceive, whether or not you're breastfeeding, whether or not you're on a health and fitness journey, at some point in time, we assume we are failing or our body is failing us or we are failing at something we are supposed to be able to do. Okay. That could even be in sports. That could be in your business. That could be in your job. We put these expectations on ourselves that we are quote unquote supposed to be able to do something because X, Y, and Z. Right now I'm chatting about we're supposed to be able to do these things because because we are women, you know what? I just think that maybe we would be able to do these things if these stresses were taken away from us, if these expectations were taken away from us. So I want to give you that permission to take that expectation away. If you are trying to conceive, I am going to add you to my prayers. Somehow, some way, one thing Casey and I had to do is we had to, we had to find the fun in it, if that makes sense. It, being intimate with your significant other should always be fun. But when you know in two weeks that you're praying for a positive on that pregnancy test, some of that fun gets taken away. It almost becomes fear. It almost becomes, I don't know, like a, a questioning act, if that makes sense. Like, is this the right position? Are we doing this at the right time? Is this the right day? As opposed to just being in that moment. And the night that Casey and I actually conceived Caden, TMI, but it was tequila-fueled and 
we were not trying. Let's just say that. And that I think is something that helped. Um, I didn't know I was pregnant for the first seven weeks. So stress was not high. I was just waiting for my cycle to come back and it, it didn't. So I just wanted to give you guys that permission. If you can release those expectations, release that word, we're supposed to be able to do this. Uh, But if you are on this journey with me, if you are on a similar journey or in this season or in a season where you feel like your body is failing you or something on your journey is failing you, just know you're not alone. Just know that Instagram is only one place and only one place we can receive advice. Um, As much as it is a highlight reel, I think it has become a a pretty great space for people opening up about their stories, but just know it's always part of the story. So um, yeah, hopefully my journey will continue with breastfeeding and I will be able to update you guys. I will be doing a postpartum podcast probably in a week or two, maybe for my year. No, I don't know. I need to do something fun for my year. Um, episode. So help me think of something. If you want, DM me or email me because that'd be awesome to know. If you haven't already, I did do the Q&A the last two weeks with Casey about becoming parents, not about parenting, just being a parent and that experience and then being a parent and our marriage. So those are two episodes I definitely recommend checking out if you're interested on this journey of ours. But otherwise, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for letting me just sit and chat. Uh, Like you guys know, this is very therapeutic for me. But I also think that I need a platform outside of Instagram to know that everybody is still supportive and amazing. So if you guys are are not already a part of my newsletter, you should definitely be a part of that. It's kind of where my journals funnel over into. I think I actually might start a section of my blog and just have it be journal entries because I feel like my newsletter, a lot of them have just become journal entries. I think it'd be kind of fun to have somewhere to compile those. So thinking about doing that. But as always, I appreciate you all. Make it a great day and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Andel. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.